Welcome to today's podcast, Wake Up To Your Wellbeing with Tip The Balance. These podcasts are for everything, everything health and wellbeing. So maybe you're wondering where to look for support on the next stage of your journey. You need to work out what those next steps are, but you just don't know where to start. Well, this series of podcasts showcase the amazing people that I work with as part of Tip The Balance Natural Nutrition and Wellbeing. We're here to help you find the right support for you. So I hope today's podcast really helps. Welcome back, Sarah. I feel like you're part of this community, so heavily ingrained in this community. It's brilliant to have you with me today. And today we are talking Reiki, mysterious subjects to lots of people. But before we throw ourselves into that, tell us first off a little bit about Sarah Presley, um, and kind of how how Reiki's shown up in your life? Yeah, so I was diagnosed with ME at the age of 26 and um, just had this determination that I, I, I wanted to do everything I could to um, get better again. And um, my doctors actually suggested that I try different holistic therapies because um, they said, we don't know how we're going to, you know, we, how we can fix this and you could end up having ME for the rest of your life. And I like some of the, some of the byproducts of um, ME is that you, have, you suffer with quite severe anxiety and depression. So that was quite hard to live with day by day. Um, now, part of my journey, I ended up uh, wanting to know more about the human body and started training um, as a massage therapist. Wasn't at the time planning on becoming a massage therapist, but it was just a way of understanding the human body and tension that we hold and things like that and thought maybe if I can do self massage it might help and that was where I met somebody for the first time that um, was talking to me about Reiki and it sounded really weird <laughs> I'm not gonna lie it just sounded really <laughs> weird <laughs> and I don't think I really connected the dots of it being helpful for me until um uh, another chance encounter with a, another lady um, who offered to do 15 minutes of Reiki on me. And I just sat down, she put her hands on my shoulders and I could feel it working. You know, this thing that sounded really weird, I could feel it working. And after 15 minutes, I felt really good. So um, that was kind of my introduction to Reiki. And I, uh, and I then started having some regular treatments and really enjoyed them. And quite soon on, I decided that I wanted to do Reiki one uh, to find out more, you know, and it, it wasn't about doing this and supporting people for a living at all at this point. It was just now, how can this help me, you know, and, 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 and I found it blew my mind at how much it could help me. Uh, when I went to do Reiki one, um, the only way I could describe with living with ME is sometimes you, you would feel like you were a shell and all the lights were switched off. And sometimes you'd feel like um, there wasn't even a shell, you know, it was, you were just existing, but there wasn't any joy or anything, you know, about your existence. And what I found was after doing Reiki one, I felt like the lights, although it might not have been shining brightly, but there was a sense that the lights had turned back on again. Wow. And I knew I was going to get better. And although it still took quite a period of time to get better, I knew that that would happen. So that was how I got into Reiki, but a little bit about me is that I've got um, a lovely husband, I've got two, two boys, uh, a rescue dog, 
and um, aside from busy work and things like that I love gardening I um, I've been in bands for years as well and I love doing creative things so I'm sort of into sewing and mosaics and things like that anything where a bit of arts and crafts been learning to knit lately as well so those are some of the things that I like in everyday life gardening and creativity is lots of those mindful mindful activities as well isn't it so it's understandable yeah. how how all these things link together so so Reiki for you you know for all that you've taken it to a whole different level now Reiki for you has, has hugely been about self-healing and self-discovery and self-connection right yeah absolutely that's one of the things I loved about doing Reiki one was um, the ability to be able to do Reiki on myself mm. it felt really empowering because I you know having had ME for quite a number of years at this point everything I've done was to pass myself over to another person and say fix me yeah and all of a sudden I was now having the tools to help support myself and I was taking responsibility for myself and that was really important too that I was noticing that I, I needed to be involved within the journey of healing rather than expecting someone else to wave a magic wand you know don't get me wrong I was seeking a magic wand mm. I, I wanted a magic wand I wanted somebody to you know there you go here's a magic pill you're okay and I you know I, I desperately wanted that but what I discovered instead was that magic wand was inside of me you know, that I, I was the magic wand that was going to bring myself back to a better state of health and well-being. You know, for me, that, that was what I discovered. It's incredible because, you know, there are there are so many different kinds of energy work and there are, again, lots and lots of different kinds of, of Reiki. And, you know, we hear Reiki, so this kind of Reiki, that kind of Reiki, but, but sort of banded around a lot. But I kind of don't really want to talk about that. I want to talk about your kind of, Reiki because when you think about the clients that you work with and the people that you work with it absolutely is that journey focused on on them right from those early stages of of working with you as that person on the couch and then yeah. you know then it literally just it, it goes anywhere right yeah absolutely I mean that first session is so much about um, making a connection and building a trust um and you know and I always say this you've got to feel that the, the 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 treatment itself is something you can work with but you've got to feel that you can work with the therapist as well mm. so you know so for some people it might be one treatment and they just don't feel that but for other people it could be within that session they felt held you know they felt safe to be able to do whatever they need to do within their journey and Reiki I don't see you know a lot of people say oh we're healers no, I see myself holding the energy for somebody to be able to do the healing work that they need to do within it. You know, I'm just facilitating the energy, you know, to hold that space for that person to do whatever is needed within that within that hour. You know, that that's how I see it. Yeah. Now you mentioned that you you trained in massage initially on, on this journey yeah but just to kind of just throw a few things out there and sort of explain what Reiki isn't um so for some people Reiki is a hands-on experience and for some it's a hands-off experience but although yeah. you have you have this qualification in massage it's not a pummeling and kind of you know manipulative experience in that sense is it what what is a session like with you because it will be different with other people yeah so um there's a consultation to find out why somebody's there 
you know, um, asking the questions of, of what brings them to Reiki. Um, and it's a very open and honest structure of, I always explain what's gonna happen before it happens so that you're not kind of like, you know, there's, you know, they might have a fear around what, what is going to happen. So I always explain the treatment beforehand of what you could experience, you know, and you remain fully clothed as well, which I think feels nice. You only take your shoes off, you know, if you need to run, <laughs> you can quickly access your shoes. With a snuggly blanket. Yeah, and it is, it's a snuggly blanket, what nice warm room, nice relaxing music. Um, and then there's the experience of Reiki itself. So as you rightly said, in some, for some people, it can be hands-on. Some people, it's a hands-off experience. I was trained hands-on. However, there is the option that if someone says, um, I, I don't want to be touched or, or held in a certain area, then that's okay. You know, and that discussion can be had. I've had people say, can, I, can you not touch me around my ears? And that's really cool. Or even around the top of my head, I feel really sensitive there or my toes or whatever. So that, that's really good to know. Part of it, you know, the power of touch is incredible, but sometimes the power of touch can be too much. Yes. You know? So, But the hands are held in various, on various parts of the body, over the blanket. Um, and, you know, it, um, within that, you can, some, you know, you might be able to feel energy movements occur so you might feel a pushing or a pulling you might feel that my hands go hot or cold is and, and that's really interesting as well because sometimes people will say gosh your hands are freezing cold and I you, you won't know this but I'm going and I'm thinking <laughs> no, they feel normal you know absolutely normal to me <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah you can feel various like heats of temperature you can you know some people feel waves coursing through them some people get nerve ending tingling so it's like a uh, pins and needles but pleasant pins and needles feeling in, in various parts of the body but some people don't get a physical experience like that for some people it's um, they, they kind of feel that they're deeply relaxed and maybe they start seeing colours or even feeling like they're going on an adventure or just thinking about things that they thinking, well, on earth am I thinking this is like really random thoughts that come in. And some people don't experience that other than right at the end, they suddenly feel that they feel really peaceful, you know, but it's not necessarily being a physical or mental or emotional process. They just feel very different to when they, they started, but a deeper peacefulness than what you'd get from just lying on your bed without any, you know, without anything going on. And it, it I guess part of the, the key then is being open-minded to to what where that experience takes you yeah I remember when I first came I remember you sort of describing exactly those things to me and because I'm not a visual person I remember actually adamantly saying to you well I can tell you now I'm not going to see colors or shapes or anything like that because I just don't and then as if someone had slapped me around the face with a paint tin the colors came in while I was having that first treatment with you and it was such a powerful experience but equally, there are times when I've been there and the colours haven't come, but it's been as much about me stepping out of my world and into your world almost, into that haven, into that, into myself. Yeah. And just learning over time that this is a journey and whatever needs to happen at the time is what, whatever needs to happen at the time. It's strange, isn't it? Because it's not a world that gets talked about in Britain. It's not the British way of kind of, you know, talking about things, energies and, and that kind of thing. So, so it is something really new for a lot of people, isn't it? 
Yeah, but I mean, what you were just touching on, every treatment is unique. It's a completely unique experience and no two people will have the same experience, but even yourself, each time you come, it will be a completely different experience each time. And I often, um, this, this analogy of peeling back layers of the onion, it's a little bit like that, sort of sifting back each layer just to see what comes, you know, and, and um, you know, the, the, the energy takes place on within the physical body, but it also works with the emotional body, the mental body, and also what we call the spiritual body as well. So it can be working with any of those things. Even if someone says, can you come, I'm coming into, can you, can you help me with my knee, you know? And, and it might be that their knee is still really painful, but the um, anxiety and stress they've been experiencing about something else in their life might now be, they might be feeling much more peaceful about it because actually that's what it's worked on because that need was greater really than the pain in the knee. Yeah. You know, and, and actually that was part of the process for them to help manage the pain and then much better. Yeah, this is really interesting when you when you talk about that as an example, because that might someone with knee pain that might not have been anywhere near what they were thinking Reiki was all about. They were thinking, oh, you know, Reiki is about an emotional journey or Reiki is a spiritual thing. It's all about experience. And actually okay. people come to see you and to work with you for a huge uh, array of of reasons don't they and, and when you describe it like the layers of an onion the emotional the physical the spiritual that makes total sense then yeah yeah I mean I've, I've worked with babies right up to people um in their 90s and all the way through male female as well um and and for such a huge variety of things from people maybe being end of life care you know with cancer um, to people suffering sleep problems and everything else in between. There's such a variety of reasons why people come. And even, you know, people that might come for sleep problems, might, I might say, I don't know if we will get to the sleep problems, but we might work some other things out along the way, you know, because um, that's how it works. It works at that peeling back of those layers, working on those four different levels in order for you to be much more at peace with yourself. Yeah, so remind us of those four levels again. Those four levels, physical level, emotional, mental and spiritual. You know, that's who we are as beings. Yeah. They're all combined. And I think so much we see, um, you know, our brains and our bodies as completely separate entities, but they're all entwined. You know, how we think about something can have an effect on our physical body or a physical injury you know, can often mean that um, emotions are really stored around it. You know, you've got the primary source of pain, which could be an injury or it could be wear and tear. But the secondary source of pain is how we feel about it. So, you know, and that intensifies the pain so much, makes it worse. Mm. So by dealing with all of those layers, you know, we're, we're working through such an important process for people. Um, to um, to be able to view things with maybe a new perspective and, and a new awareness mm. um, and to understand um, how to peel, you know, peel back those layers that have been created from different events in their life. You know, the way that they, they think about life mm. um, has been created maybe by traumas and stress and things like that. So we're, we're gradually peeling it back. So it's so much, it's not a one treatment thing in lots of ways. Um, you know, it, it is, um, I hate using it, it's a journey. <laughs> it's a journey. <laughs> it's, a real, it's a real connection with self, isn't it? When we go right back to the top of this conversation and you said, 
Reiki was giving you the opportunity to have to have some ownership, some self-responsibility in your healing. And I think that is huge. Yeah. The, you know, we can't always fit, sort, you know, believe that we can sort everything out ourselves, which is why we've gone to ask someone to fix, fix us. But how many people are in that situation where they've hit a brick wall? They, you know, I've been trying to do this and it's not getting any better. I've been trying to do that. I've been waiting for this specialist or something, you know, and now I guess even more that the NHS is under such pressure, but even if it's not a medical thing as such, reaching that point where you're not quite sure what else to try, but you still have that something in you that's going, that there'll be something. Yeah. Finding Reiki as a, as a way of self-healing is so massively empowering, isn't it? I can move myself from where I've yeah. found myself. Yeah. And I love that you use that, 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 you know, the brick wall, because I think that's a perfect analogy for what goes on for us. You know, when we're looking at those four levels of healing, what's often happened within, our, within the energy of those is that there's blockages that have been created and the blockages um, stop energy from flowing. And so we, when we've got those blockages, we can't see a way out. We, it is just a brick wall. So Reiki will help to uh, break down the brick wall. It will help to break down the, you know, those blockages. So the communication of those four levels of your physical body, your emotional, your mental, and your spiritual can then take place so that you are able to see the solutions. You know, you are able to, you know, use everything within yourself to get the solutions that are right for you rather than someone else telling you how to do it. You know, and that is amazing as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So when you talk about that, the physical, the physical body, that kind of, you know, is, a, is an obvious thing. The emotional part of us, we kind of understand that we've got all these thoughts and feelings. The mental part was yeah. another one. Yeah, yeah. We understand that, you know, those feelings, the thoughts, you know, and how they influence the feelings. The spiritual one is an interesting one. Yeah. This is, this is I guess, is where suddenly people go, oh, hang on yeah so how how do you reassure people when when you start to work with them if that's something that they are not suspicious of but apprehensive about how how do you reassure them of that element coming into this practice but not in a i'm throwing this at you i'm throwing all of these things yeah and i i think the thing is the way that i've always done things has always been in a really grounded way so when you come to me, I'm not going to be going, oh, we have an angel in the room. You know, I'm not that kind of practitioner because I really understand that I had fears around what all of that would mean for myself. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because spirituality gets very much tied up with, you know, religion, but also having a belief in angels and things like that. To me, spirituality is a sense of connection with something that is outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And through that sense, and that could be with a tree, you know, that could be noticing the clouds in the sky. It's a sense of um, feeling plugged in and connected to something that is bigger and, and that we're not an island. And that there's so much comfort that comes from that, you know, that sense of us being part of something that is a lot bigger as well. You know, so I think for me, gardening came alongside Reiki of all, all of a sudden this real appreciation for nature, mm -hmm. you know, of being able of growth, 
you know, of new beginnings and things like that. So I think I want to step away from spirituality and the connotations that are often used about it. Spirituality is about having a sense of compassion for the self and a sense of compassion for people around you. It helps you to have more of a deeper understanding of where we fit within the world and where other people fit with us. We start understanding that um, maybe when people act badly around us, maybe they're suffering. It doesn't mean that that's okay. It just means that we have appreciation that what we feel, other people feel too. Mm. So does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a that's a great way. You know, that connection is a great way. Unfortunately, spirituality has become sensationalized in so many. You know, that sort of showbiz um, yeah. media and, kind of, and it spoils yeah. the rich gift that that is for so many people and the comfort that, that people get from that you know it, it's like the difference between religion and faith some people yeah. are more comfortable with it being you know talked about in one terms because they're not necessarily comfortable with religion as a word per se and the sort of organizational aspect of that so when you talk about it as connection to self and to the things around us that that, that serve us and ground us I think that's you know a, a great a great way of of describing it yeah, I mean, for some people, there is a growth of psychic awareness, you know, as part of that journey. I and mean, I'm not going to deny that. Mm. But I think I just want to, um, I think I, the way that I've always done things is is to take those steps in a really kind of safe and natural way. Yeah. And um, so that it, you know, that there's, def there's different elements of understanding about what that is. And you can explore that in a way that feels right for you. Yeah. <laughs> I know that for myself, when I had ME, to describe the spiritual side of the effect of that was I felt that I felt my spirit had been dented, you know, and why do we use terms like that? Because you, that's not something that I could put into emotional terms or mental terms or physical terms in any way. This was something that was another part of my consciousness saying it felt dented you know or, or that analogy I used of the lights being switched off mm. you know that to me is what that that's something that is beyond those other explanations yeah so I'm going to take back to the word journey and I know you pulled a face when you use the word journey but it absolutely has been that hasn't it and and what I love about the way that you work with your clients is this understanding that that is an option available to them right from the start because yeah. your, your Reiki experience with people isn't just about a one-to-one -one treatment with them is it? No I, I kind of the way that I remember the first treatment I ever did with somebody and I find myself saying something which is stay true for the rest of time and I said you are the coach driver of your own life and I'm on the coach with you and actually, there might be other people that need to get on the coach as part of this journey. And if you need me to get off at any point, I'll get off. But if you get further down the route and you want me back on again, I'll get back on. And that's very much how I see the role. I don't own the experience. The person does. And if they want me as part of that, you know, their, their, their process, I'm there, you know. And even when they don't need me as part of the process, I'm still there. <laughs> and that that to me I feel is really important yeah. you know that, that people feel that they know that so as that journey develops from you know as you introduce the concept of self-healing to people and and yes part of that happens when they have a treatment with you but actually they can take 
a greater role in that themselves. Just explain to us how you work with all the different ways that Reiki is part of, of your life and your business, because it, as I say, it's not just about people coming to you for a treatment. You, you literally take us on that journey for as much or as little as we want to experience. Yeah, I mean, for people who want to know more, um, then the, the, the next step could be Reiki One. And Reiki One um, attunes you so that you're able to do Reiki yourself. You're able to facilitate the energy. And, um, you know, that means that you can then practice on your friends and family, but most importantly, be able to do Reiki on yourself and do that self-healing. And then for people who might feel, well, I want to know more, I want to kind of deepen my awareness and deepen my knowledge, then there's Reiki too, which kind of opens up um, more about how we can experience it in a deeper life and bring it to so many different elements of everyday life as well. You know, I, I probably use it you know, not just on putting your hands on yourself, but being able to um, sort of transmute negative energy that's around you so that you can flow better and bringing you into harmony and, and making you feel safe and things like that. That's how Reiki can be, can be used. So that, that second process takes you through all of those things. Mm -hmm. Then there's Reiki practitioner level. So uh, the people who just fall in love with it and feel like, oh, they want to share it. Then there's um, uh, a course in that and I've been, my, my course has been verified by the Reiki Federation and it's also recognised by an organisation called the CNHC and that's a register that actually shows a very high accreditation <laughs> level and it's what actually GPs use if they're going to refer, um, you know, somebody to a practitioner, that's what they use to make sure that that practitioner has, has worked to high standards. So I'm very- I know pleased. you joke about that, but I know how important that accreditation was to you. Yeah, and yeah. getting that accreditation. And that is the measure of the human being, that whole, yeah. you know, I believe in what I do, but actually I'm accredited at what I do. And I know how important that was to you. So, so Reiki practitioner then is that, that's about people being able to practice as a practitioner. So not just family and friends. Yeah. They, they are offering their, services for want of a better phrase that you yeah, know and, and, and I bring all the years that I've been doing this I bring that experience in and just you know to to, to show them sometimes the pitfalls you know of being a therapist but also to um you know to help them um with everything they need to know about actually running the business as well yeah. you know which is those business skills as much as being practitioner skills um, and about the whole developing a really professional relationship and establishing the right boundaries and, you know, the right um, know-how about how the body's made up to, to be able to look out for things that we call red flags, you know, so somebody who might be displaying certain physical um, ailments that we'd be able to signpost and refer them in the, to the right place yeah. as well. So, you know, there's really good boundaries within that. And then beyond that, and something like the level I've just started teaching this year is also Reiki Master. So you don't have to be a practitioner to go and embark on a Reiki Master journey. It's a very personal journey. Um, and you don't have to go on and teach Reiki afterwards, but you, you learn how to master Reiki and you learn how to let Reiki master you. It's a, it's a real marrying. Um, and it's a deep um, healing journey that you embark on. It's absolutely incredible. And, um, you know, what we put together, what I put together is a really supportive network for that, that journey to take place. Um, and I'm very much in, enjoying supporting people with that right now. Yeah, 
And I assume that the details of all of those things are on your website, which is going to be alongside this video or in the in the um, link in this podcast. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So if someone so if somebody wants to work with you, so let's let's stick with you first. Things have changed a lot in the last 15 months, I would imagine, because we we talked about it being a hands on treatment. So how have you how have you managed lockdown? Yes. And this is where it sounds terribly woo, but. But it, it works. And, you know, if we really look into the science behind this, we know that it can work of how energy can move. So we actually do something which is called distant healing treatments, um, or I call them remote treatments. And um, so, you know, I connect up over the phone with somebody. We'd still have a consultation. They stay on the phone line all the way through, but they receive a treatment while they are led on their own beds listening to relaxing music if they want to as well. Um, and it has been incredible. I think when I when we went into lockdown last year, um, I'd say probably about 60% of my clients opted for it. And um, it's been, what, what has really made an impression on me was the conversations I was having when we were coming out of lockdown last year, where people were saying, I think I prefer this. I think I, yeah and they were saying I like being home I liked it that I don't have to rush to you and what we were experiencing as well is um, sometimes the treatments felt deeper and even more connected in some way which has blown my mind and I think it blew theirs as well so um, going forward is the option of either or so if, if you wake up on the day and think yeah I'd like to go in the room today um, then there is going to be that choice or if you wake up and think oh no I think I'd like to be in my snuggly bed then there's that choice and I think that's such a beautiful thing it's incredible you know, isn't it? as, as an initial yeah. concept you're like what when you kind of explore you know we, we can do this distant you're like really but it, it is that I'm in my own haven I'm in my own nest so that whole I guess level of relaxation into the process is potentially for some people different I find your room very relaxing as you well know but but I guess for some people they're most relaxed in their own environment in their own but I'm so glad that that's something that you're going to offer moving forwards yeah it's a beautiful thing I, I've, it, it's blown my mind even though I knew how well it works and you know what can happen and what can take place it's it blew my mind so much to see that even though I knew we could do it distantly but for a whole hour you know of holding the that facilitating that energy for someone to do what they need to do in their safe haven is yeah. just amazing uh, absolutely amazing and so so actually that means that wherever somebody is I was going to say in the UK but let's not stop there globally wherever anybody is they could tap into working with you on their Reiki yeah. journey and I know that lots of your um your courses and things you're running online as well which, which is amazing that people haven't had to stop on that journey just because of everything that's gone on for us in the last 14-15 months yeah if someone wanted to focus on a physical person that was geographically closer to them what would your advice be about finding the right kind of person knowing they're paying the right kind of price or all of that sort of thing well um you know, when, when I train Reiki practitioners, one of the things I recommend is actually joining a professional body. Mm -hmm. The one that you, you end up as a practitioner, as having support around you and where you can go for advice. 
And that has been worth its weight in gold while we've gone through the pandemic that we've been, you know, you're able to turn to your professional body and say, what's your advice in this area? And they communicate with the government on your behalf to make sure that they've got the right understandings and that you're you're actually proceeding in a legal way you know so that has been that's where I've really seen the huge benefit but as a Reiki practitioner when you sign up to a professional body you're signing up to their code of ethics so there's accountability for what you do and a code of ethics um, is a document that that supports you as a practitioner but it supports the client as well so you're signing up to say, you know, I, I see this as a professional working relationship and this is what I adhere to and I work within, within this structure. Um, you also commit to continuous professional development. So you, you have to do, I think it's about um, 12 hours a year uh, to continue your knowledge. So you make a commitment to that. So what's great is the professional bodies generally have um, a postcode search on their websites. So if you were to, to go to one of the professional bodies, and I'll give an example of the Reiki Federation, the UK Reiki Federation, you could put in a postcode, your postcode, and it will show you all of the Reiki practitioners who've signed up to that code of ethics who are in your, your area. Right. And so, yeah, and I think that's a really good thing. Outside of that, you know, there is um, the Reiki Council, an advisory body. So there is a particular structure that they recommend that you follow um, when you're seeking out your classes so for one you um, you have you know when you if you go for a, a Reiki one you go you choose um, a course that does four attunements mm. you know and that could be over four mornings or four afternoons or over two days but you receive four attunements and in a Reiki two you either have two or one attunements um, and they feel that that's the right structure you yeah. to be following as well but they've got great advice and they also have advice for, for looking for um the right kind of practitioner as well brilliant so so much of so much of these kind of practices the, the these kind of treatments for want of a better word is um is about that relationship between you and your practitioner it's about the trust it's about the space it's about that feeling of safety and security yeah and i think taking your time over that decision and finding the right person is so important isn't it yeah you make a human connection you know and and that's that's important that you find the right human connection to do that with yeah. and i know going back to what you were saying earlier i know that um that journey has been different for every single person that that comes to you um but you know from a, from a personal point of view working with you was definitely for me about a journey of self-healing and it's it's a constantly evolving process for me i'm learning all the time every treatment i have you know whether it, whether it's a, metro, um, a reiki treatment with you or meditation class with you everything is about learning about myself and learning about how i can help myself and i think being open to reiki as as a real journey of self-discovery and self-healing it has been one of the most enlightening things for me. I think finding myself in a situation I didn't want to be in and needing someone, needing someone's energetic support to get out of it was, has been instrumental in coping with all sorts of things that have happened in life. But also it's had a knock on effect on people outside of just me. 
And yeah. I think that's the, that's the beautiful thing. You you learn about yourself, which helps you to learn about your relationships close and 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 further apart. And I think it you know it also helps to open up. You know, both of my children have been to to see you as well, and 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 certainly you've helped to move them from a from a place of of being stuck. Yeah, I think that that that's been the biggest thing for us: feeling stuck somewhere and then feeling empowered to move with your help and guidance. But kind of owning that movement. Yeah, it's not my it's not interference, is it? It's it's just knowing that that person is there, isn't it? Yeah. And sometimes that's what I find people going through a tough time. They've got that maybe a monthly treatment or six weekly treatment, and they know that they could they just got to do what they need to do within that month, and they can just come and be restored yeah. you know, within the energy, be rebalanced so they yeah. can then go back out and do whatever, whatever it is going to throw, they're going to be, you know, life will throw at them for the next month. You Absolutely. Know? For me, it's like the ultimate in self-care. It's the, yeah. it's the, it's a gift that you can give to yourself. Yeah. Um, you, you know, and, and the ripple effects from that through lots of parts of your life, you will never, you will never expect them, but yeah. it's, such a joy when you realize that oh well, yeah I'll take that as you know I, I kind of know where that's come from so yeah so what's what's coming up for you this, this year you know you, you come out of lockdown but you've learned so many things by the sound of it about about what you can do and how you can and take people further on this journey during lockdown what what's coming up what's exciting for 2021 well, obviously the Reiki master you know that's that's um something that started out at the beginning of this year and already the next course um, that I've got booked in the, in the diary for September has already been booked out as well so then, you know so there's a lot of people that are really ready to take that next step which is lovely but what happened a few years ago um, I just felt this drawing to do kundalini yoga and I started exploring kundalini yoga I didn't really really know why I knew I loved yoga and you know, Kundalini combines what I love also that I do in meditation, that it combines breath and mantra and chanting. Um, and then it encompasses, you know, what we do with um, a lot of the energy work of working with energy, working with chakras. Um, but what absolutely blew my mind and now makes so much sense was that I learned that thousands of years ago, Kundalini yoga would be, would be practiced every day to enhance Reiki because Reiki has been around forever. And, and actually it would be used in order to really enhance the Reiki ability. And that, when I learned that was like, ah, it was, it was all of a sudden, the only way I could describe it was I felt complete. I felt really complete and realized that all of my journey was so much about that. So this year is gonna be a lot of understanding more about how that fits, you know, and, and how I can bring that out, that learning that I've just been experiencing with regards to that how I can help people with that journey as well, you know, with, with bringing that movement, the, the vibrational work, yeah. you know, to really enhance uh, what they learn maybe through Reiki 1 and Reiki 2. So I'm really excited about that, yeah. As a holistic practice, it's bringing all these wonderful tools together, isn't it? And yeah, yeah. I mean, the asanas themselves, you know, there's, we were talking earlier about the emotions, um, you know, so much of that attaches to, to us in a physical way you know through the muscles when you think about when you if you are worried you know you tense your body in some way and there you experience maybe a churning in your abdomen so it's a physical feeling that we get through an emotion if you're angry there could you know we get hot-headed 
But if we sit with anger, quite often it goes up into our jaw and into our neck, and we might tense our hands as well. So the asanas themselves really help to open up and uh, release that tension in the muscles. So, it, you know, what I've been seeing for myself with my own Reiki self-heal is it can move even better because I'm not holding all that tension. You know, it's been released through the asanas. And so, yeah, it's still a lot more to experiment for myself within that to, to really, I, th I feel like over the next year, I'll be really comprehending about how I'm going to marry all of those things together. Yeah. And is that likely to result in some more Sarah Presley retreat type days? Because we've experienced some of those before and they are very special. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, I just have to find the right venue now. Yeah. So, yeah. So many elements coming together. Sarah, it's so, it's so brilliant to see you light up as you talk about this journey. It's been part of your life for such a long time. This, you know, your Reiki, your meditation, and now your Kundalini as well, all coming together, yet you talk about it like, like it's this brand new precious gift that you've, that you've just got, you still have that same passion and enthusiasm for what you do, regardless of the thousands and thousands of treatments that you must have, have given and the probably hundreds and thousands of students that you've taught along the way as well. So thank you so much for bringing your energy today. Thank you for so much for bringing your energy to the Tip the Balance tribe anyway um it's brilliant to have you as part of the team in every way that you show up in this team every skill that you bring so yeah just massive thank you on every level oh absolute pleasure thank you thank you very much i'll see you again soon Bye bye